everyone. I'm Sam. And I'm Ian. And welcome to Do I Like This, the podcast. Woo! Edition. Yes. <laughs> so after the travesty that Ian brought us a few days ago for you guys, I decided to choose from my list of movies that Ian's never seen, a list that includes... Oh, God. All of the classics, really, right? Most of them. I have a list of about 20. There's a lot. So, in this very special little one-off... Sam's Choice Edition. I had Ian watch one of the greatest 80s movies of all time, I, I think. Right? It was an exceptional movie. I'll just put that out there in the beginning because it's not a spoiler to anyone who's read the title of this episode. So I chose Coming to America, um, which I've seen many times, which Ian has seen once now. Once <laughs> is awesome. I've been trying to get you to watch this for years. Yeah. Years. And the last time I watched it was right when you and I first started dating. I had done an Eddie Murphy movie marathon on my own. Because <laughs> I was bored and lonely. So Eddie Murphy is hilarious. Agreed. Um, even when he went through that rough patch in the 90s. Um, but his 80s movies are standout, excellent movies. Um, while we were watching this one, I realized you've never seen trading places either which correct which happens in the same universe as this movie which we'll get to i wish there were more movies that did that like shared universes with films that it doesn't have to be big it can be subtle like this i know some do but i like comedies and stuff like this you don't see a lot of that and i enjoy that yeah unless you're like an adam sandler movie right doesn't he do that i said comedy <laughs> sam um it's like Stephen King with his Dark Tower series, which you also have never read. Also not true. Oh, no. You read the first one. I've read one of them. Yeah. And I'm like well, 30 pages into the second one. It's a step in the right direction. So all of that aside, um, I took this as my moment for a win <laughs> to have Ian watch a movie that hopefully most people have seen. Um, and now that he has seen, and we're just going to have a little chat about it. A little chitty chat. A little chit chat. Talk turkey. Um, I'm going to read the plot off of Wikipedia because it's long enough to give you enough details and concise enough to not be boring and annoying. So spice it up. Hit here me I with go. It. So Coming to America was uh, released in 1988 and it was directed by John Landis, who did um, so much. He did Animal House. He did. He did Trading Places. He also did the ill-fated Twilight Zone movie where people died and he got sued for it, but that's a whole other story. Um, point is, this movie stars Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall and James Earl Jones. And there's some other like random characters throughout, but those are the big ones that most people would know. Um, there's going to be a sequel coming out in the beginning of March that I'm super pumped about, which made me remember... Oh, yeah, Ian hasn't seen the first one, so he has to see this, which was why I chose it at this time. I just want to shout out Madge Sinclair as the queen as well, because she deserves recognition oh, on her own. She's glorious. Yeah. She's glorious. Um, 
I, I told you this and I thought while we were watching it, um, that James Earl Jones, who plays his father, the King, and then Madge Sinclair, who plays his mother, the queen. I said, I think that they played Mufasa and Mufasa's wife, whose name I don't remember in the Lion King Mm -hmm. movie. And I was right. Just saying they should play these roles forever in their lives because they're (laughs) wonderful. Okay. So I'm finally going to read the plot. Um, in the wealthy African nation of Zamunda, Crown Prince Akeem Jaffer, Eddie Murphy, grows weary of his pampered lifestyle on his 21st birthday and wishes to do more for himself. When his parents, King Jaffe, which is James Earl Jones, and Queen Aeolian, which is Madge Sinclair, present him with an arranged bride-to-be, Akeem takes action. Seeking an independent woman who loves him for himself and not his social status, Akeem and his best friend slash personal aide, Semi, Arsenio Hall, travel to the New York City borough of Queens and rent a squalid tenement in the neighborhood of Long Island City under the guise of poor foreign students. Beginning their search for Akeem's bride, they end up being invited by some locals to a rally that is raising money for the inner city. During the rally, Akeem encounters Lisa McDowell, who possesses all the qualities he's looking for, and upon his insistence, he and Semi get entry-level jobs working at the local fast food restaurant called McDowell's, a McDonald's knockoff owned by widower Cleo McDowell, Lisa's father. Akeem's attempts to win Lisa's love is complicated by Lisa's lazy and obnoxious boyfriend, Daryl, <laughs> Eric LaSalle of ER fame, whose father owns Soul Glow, a jerry curl-like hairstyling aid. After Daryl announces their engagement without Lisa's consent to their families, she starts dating Akeem, who claims that he comes from a family of poor goat herders. Meanwhile, although Akeem thrives on hard work and learning how commoners live, Semi is not comfortable with living in such meager conditions. After a dinner date with Lisa is thwarted when Semi furnishes their apartment with a hot tub and other luxuries, Akeem confiscates his money and donates it to two homeless men. Semi wires a telegraph to King Jaffe for more money, prompting the Joffers to travel to Queens and expose his identity as a prince. His as in Akeem. Cleo, initially disapproving of Akeem as he does not want to see his daughter with a poor man, becomes ecstatic when he discovers that Akeem is actually an extremely wealthy prince after being introduced to the Joffers. When Akeem discovers that his parents have arrived in the United States, he and Lisa take shelter at the McDowell residence where Cleo welcomes them. After Cleo's bond with Akeem is ruined by Daryl's unexpected arrival, Lisa later becomes angry and confused that Akeem lied to her about his identity. Akeem explains that he wanted her to love him for who, not what he is, even offering to renounce his throne. But Lisa, still hurt and angry, refuses to marry him. Despondent, Akeem resigns himself to the arranged marriage, but as they leave, Jaffe is reprimanded by Eolion for clinging to outdated traditions instead of thinking of his son's happiness. As the wedding progresses, a still heartbroken Akeem becomes surprised when his failed bride-to-be is Lisa herself. Following the ceremony, they ride happily in a carriage to the cheers of Zamundans. Witnessing such splendor, Lisa is both surprised and touched by the fact that Akeem would have given it up for her. Akeem offers again to abdicate if she does not want this life, but Lisa playfully declines. The end. Finn. (laughs) So that is a very simplified explanation of events. If you haven't seen it, please go watch it. It holds up really well, right? A lot of 80s films struggle hold up this one does not there you know obviously whatever everything has like anachronistic stuff and the language changes and whatnot but really 
I think the only thing in here that anyone could have an issue with is Arsenio Hall dressed as an ugly lady at a nightclub one night propositioning them, which <laughs> was hysterical. So on that point, <laughs> A, you're incorrect because IMDB listed as all of his roles, semi slash more slash extremely ugly lady. <laughs> so, so one of the cool things is that both Arsenio Hall and Eddie Murphy play multiple characters yes. in this movie, and each character is more glorious than the last. The barbers, the barbers are absolutely are the best. I my mean, favorite, not even close. So funny, so funny. It's interesting to talk about this. So this is a totally different kind of film than we normally do, mm-hmm. and. I knew it was going to be good. I didn't know I was going to like it as much as I did. I've always liked Eddie Murphy. You know me. I'm a big fan of stand-up. I very much enjoy Eddie Murphy's stand-up comedy. Um, He was a a real trailblazer in a lot of ways. As an actor, I had enjoyed him, but I had never really seen a lot of his earlier stuff from the 80s. I had mostly seen him in stuff in the 90s, and he was a little I didn't realize how good a comedic actor he was. Um. I mean, obviously he's a comedian, but I... Well, I mean... I guess maybe I should... Let me take that back. I didn't realize how good of an actor he was, not just at comedy, but he does a really good job in this role in the serious moments, and I was really impressed because I've only seen him in things like The Nutty Professor or, um, you know, a Haunted House or the Haunted Mansion movie. So I don't really get to see him do a lot of serious stuff. And and while this is a comedy, I thought he did a really good job. Yeah, and this is also a good movie on yeah, top of it. That's a very good movie. Stuff like The Nutty Professor and The Clumps are just like, whatever. Lots of like fart jokes they and whatnot. for and a purpose. Whatever. Yeah. Um, but movies like this are just good movies. Yeah. So, and the amount of random people that were in this movie that you would recognize watching it if you hadn't seen it before. I mean, you get to throw away Samuel L. Jackson in this movie. Right. You got Louis Anderson, yeah. <laughs> which I don't, I feel like still sort of skinny Louis Anderson. Unless too. you were a kid in the nineties, maybe like eighties and nineties, you probably don't really know who Louis Anderson is. Right. Am I right? Cause I haven't heard anything about him in the last 20 years. <laughs> I think that sounds about right. Yeah. Um, and then you have, um, if anyone's seen the wire, which is the best television show that's ever been on television. Um, that isn't Firefly. Chief Burrell is in this as the shady landlord. Ian's never seen The Wire either. Nope. We'll get to that someday. It's We're high not, up on it's, my it's list. It's on the list. It's on the list. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll do a, a podcast about The Wire. But there's a really good one out there, and we can't compete with that. So maybe we'll just let that lie. Shucks. Yeah. Um, sorry, sidebar there. But yeah, this this movie is filled with really excellent actors, really fun actors. Um, the story's really good. The comedic moments are really good. There's a lot of silly stuff like the sexual chocolate band. Oh God, I forgot about that. <laughs> and the creepy reverend. Um, but they're funny and they're classic because you hear people reference them and now you'll get it, Ian. Now you'll get it when people reference that. Because people reference those things a lot. I'm going to miss my blissful ignorance (laughs) and the way people looked at me when they're like, how do you not have a clue what's being referenced here? But it's going to be nice to be on the in crowd for once. Yeah. I will say my favorite, this movie was really good. I love Arsenio Hall. I feel like he needed more parts 
I feel like he did not get enough roles in his career. Oh, I thought you meant in the movie. I was like, dude, he had like four roles in this movie. <laughs> I mean, give him more. But I just think he is – everyone in this movie is good. For me, he stood out above the rest because yes. of what he had to do. Well, and, and wasn't his... there some sort of controversy with him back in the day? I was a kid, so <sighs> I don't really me. remember. I was a kid. I got nothing. I remember he had the TV show, like the late night show. And then I think – I Which feel like Jason was... appeared on an episode of. Who? <laughs> Jason from Friday the 13th made a cameo on the Arsenio. I'll have to show you the clip oh sometime. It's really good. Bad. Okay. I I remember like catching it a few times as a kid, but I was not allowed to stay up that late. It was probably I at my aunt's house or something. Yeah. Um, but I feel like there was some kind of controversy and he was taken off the air. Or he quit or nah, something and then it became like a thing. And so we've never seen him again. But in the sequel because i was googling it um he's in it so i'm pretty excited Good, because semi's a great character oh my god he's so funny so let's kind of dive in like standout moments for you f- as a first time watcher god. um james earl jones lion shawl <laughs> is absolutely the star so, of this it's a movie. whole ass lion oh hanging my, over his what shoulder is that? is that velvet yeah oh my god um that to me, the first thing I think of in this movie is that beautiful, beautiful um, dressing. Um, I really yeah, hold on to go off that. The costumes in this were gorgeous. Oh, every everything, everything, stunning. Yeah, from the costumes in the African set piece to the costumes, the eighties magical outfits. Because we were commenting on that as well about how fun the whole aesthetic was so um i my second probably favorite thing so john amos who plays cleo mcdowell was an absolute standout for me in this movie his burger phone his <laughs> ripping off i loved his whole ripping off mcdonald's oh my thing God, with the so ma- like the little details in this movie are what mm-hmm. made it good like how when he's having that phone call or no when joffrey comes to show up and louis anderson goes to get him he's reading the mcdonald's actual manual like ripping it <laughs> off like all the little details were so good um uh, what else were my standout standout moments that god there's so much in this movie um I really enjoy. We both died when Soul Glow's commercial played. Oh, that Soul Glow and they're commercial walking by is the classic. building. That Soul Glow commercial is everything. The, the music it made in me want to get it. Like, well, it's not even that. It's the music <laughs> where it's like, let your soul glow. I think you and I looked at each other and we said something along the lines of like, "Man, the '80s had the best commercials. Oh, they so really good. did. So good." And I mean, this film had it all for what you'd want in an entertaining film. Well, so I haven't seen it in, what, like eight years, seven years, something like that. Mm-hmm. It was like right before we started hanging out as friends, I had watched it and then I haven't seen it since, but I've seen it a few times mm-hmm. before that. Um, so I haven't seen it in a long time. And we had just watched Black, Black Panther for the first time over the summer. Which, so oh my God. Good. Oh my God. Probably the best superhero movie I've ever seen. I mean, hands down in my yeah. book, hands down. Um, Chadwick Boseman. Oh, <laughs> my so heart. Good. I can't even I know. Talk about I, ca- it. I can't. Um, nope. So, <laughs> not even going there. Can't. Right. So, when this movie opened and we're doing the flyover scene, like where you're flying over <laughs> yeah. the, the trees into the Wakanda Zim- feeling, Zimunda, it does. I was like, oh my God, Ian, 
It's like Wakanda. Until I'm so happy. You think of, <laughs> until you get to the what is it? The watercolor painting background that is the palace. Yeah, listen, it was <laughs> the eighties, so dude. I loved it. I loved. It. I'm an eighties. We're eighties kids. I loved right. it. Loved it. But this really did have like that pre Wakandan yeah. vibe, oh, which made me love it even more. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just it was just really fun. I, I can't say enough about this film. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Oh, so the one thing that I had referenced earlier, um, you'll have to talk about my reaction. So I've seen this movie a bunch of times, mm-hmm. and I don't know why. I don't know if it's every time I see it, I have this reaction because I forget about it. So you have a really small moment where Eddie Murphy's character gives a person experiencing homelessness, gives them a wad of cash and walks away. Mm-hmm. And you see the one guy's head poke out. And he's like, Mortimer! Ah, and they start going mm-hmm. and it's the two guys from trading places mm-hmm. or if anyone has seen that they're like the bad guys that eddie murphy and dan Spoilers, go babe, against. i haven't seen it. well um no you it's i know i'll be pretty fine. clear from the beginning yeah um and so there's the whole whatever but it, it reminded shows... me of those two muppet guys in the balcony exactly i'm pretty sure that's who they're based off of because i've always thought that <laughs> if you see the movie you'll feel it even more um so you have the the moment where they're homeless, they're experiencing homeless, they're on the side of the bridge or whatever, and they, they have the money, and they're like, we're back! And it's a tiny, tiny little Easter egg moment for trading places. And I was like, oh, Ian! I had to kind of hold you down on the roller coaster, you're getting a little excited. I think that every time I see this movie, because when I watch it, there are years in between Mm -hmm. i forget that that's there and so i have the same reaction (laughs) so that was versus me who hasn't seen trading places who's like why is sam getting so excited right now there's it's a simple scene (laughs) (laughs) i do have to say eric lasalle's hair was everything oh so so beautiful they like soul gloated up Oh my God. Like so beautiful. Dripping beautiful. And I love at the end how the sister is just like, I'll take care of you. Yeah. <laughs> I love those. There's a couple moments where they break the fourth wall that are perfect. Yeah. They're they're just perfectly comedically timed. I wish people still made movies the way that they used to make movies like that. You don't get that a lot anymore in comedies. It's no. mostly just crap, really. Let's be serious. What's a good comedic movie we've seen in the last like 10 years? Well, the best comedic movie I've seen in the last 10 years isn't even a comedy. It was oh, Tucker and Dale Tucker versus and Dale. Evil. Yes, yeah. absolutely. That movie is hysterical. sort of bend the wall so, a little bit. So, so, so funny. That was probably the funniest movie. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anything that we've seen. Not that I've seen a lot of movies between like grad school and having a baby, but. Um, you know, it's funny. I've kind of stayed away from comedies because most of them don't really get my attention. Yeah. I. I feel like I watched You know, something. I saw, um, I watched Bridesmaids, which was good. Oh, I hate that movie. That movie See, is so depressing. I think it's because Chris, well, I think it's more of like a, well, it's, it's a comedy. I think it's more of like a character drama. It's really depressing. Yeah. I think, so here's the thing for me. We're going on a wild tangent. Who cares? Sorry, this is my do. episode. Do what I want. I watched that movie hmm. right after it came out. It was hyped up to be the, girls version of the hangover and i love the hangover oh, yeah, the was. hangover is a funny movie but that's not in the last decade that's true that's older because yeah yes um 
So that's what it was pumped up to be. And I watched it. And first of all, it's not at all like that. No, it didn't there's, remind me of that at all. There's only a small moment where it kind of is parallel. But for the most part, it's really, really dark. I'd say the only moment that's parallel is the the dress fitting scene. Where well, they're the all dress fitting everywhere. when they're on the plane, which is actually really funny. The whole scene on the plane. Oh, the scene's great. So the, the shitting scene with the dresses is funny. Yeah. That's it. Everything else to me was like really sad really depressing really like it made me uncomfortable maybe it's because i'm a woman and i see that behavior in women Mm -hmm. a lot um i also before i married you i almost got married a long long time ago thank god dodged a bullet um but having gone through some of that Mm -hmm. it's so stressful it's so frustrating so they captured all of that stuff really well yeah but it wasn't funny and i've talked to a lot of people who feel the same way i know a lot of people think it's a funny movie and they think it's great and i'm not sure if it's just because i've had a different experience and the people the people that i know who feel the same way maybe they've had a similar experience to me where they've had like that weird like woman hate situation Mm. which unfortunately exists um, and then that weird sort of like losing a friendship kind of thing and changing, like growing out of a friendship, which is like a really shitty feeling, especially when it's a childhood friendship, which has definitely happened to me mm-hmm. a couple of times. Um, and then the whole planning a wedding nightmare on top of it. It was it felt more to me like it falls less into a comedy and more of like a movie like Broken Flowers or Dan in Real Life or even Lost in Translation where it's it's got humor in it. Mm-hmm. But I think billing it as a comedy was the wrong way to – it's like billing The Village as a horror movie. You're like, sure, there's some terrifying things here, but it's a much more – sociological look at relationships right because taking the village out of the context of horror i actually didn't dislike it. no i think it's a very good movie if you're not looking at it that way when i saw it in the theater thinking it was a horror movie i left being like what the fuck and then i watched it a couple years later knowing what it was and being like oh that's a pretty good movie yeah not bad and i think both of them fall victim to marketing Mm -hmm. you know yeah so so yeah the the most comedic movie we've seen in the last 10 years, Tucker and Dale versus evil. Or maybe even cabin in the woods. Cabin in the woods is very good. It's a horror movie though. It's it is horror. That's so we, we were listening. <laughs> we, we had something, there was a debate somewhere in our lives earlier about like horror comedy versus horror with comedy. And I think that's a good distinction to make because when we talk about films on this podcast, a lot about horror. I love a good horror comedy. I love horror with comedy. Mm-hmm. I think they're often confused. Um, I heard someone complaining about a horror movie that had a comedic scene in it. And I was like, it's not a horror comedy. It's just got some comedy in it. I love a good horror. Shaun of the Dead was one of my favorite early films in the new millennium. Yeah. Um, Tucker and Dale. Cabin in the Woods, you're right, is more horror with comedy moments. Yeah. But it's horrific. Oh, God. I need a Cabin in the Woods um, like. A series. Franchise. Let's yeah. do a series. There's so many monsters. So many I monsters. Want all of them. Show me the Sweden, you know, location. I don't know if I want to see the Japan location because uh, that's probably terrifying. That's horrifying. Horrifying. Yeah. Yeah. No. But I think that would that's the franchise I want out there. Definitely. Let's just give it to someone who isn't Joss Whedon. 
Oh, so disappointing, right? Oh, that's tough to hear. Yeah. I mean, I'm all for hearing all sides before I make judgment, but mm. it doesn't sound good. It's sounding like we've heard sound all, good. all the sides. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a I'm shame. Gonna, I'm going to believe the like 15 victims that have spoken out. Yeah, I am too. Uh, unfortunately. So uh, maybe he'll, uh, you know, get a little therapy and. I'm going to just, you know, we do, we are a little uh, it's, activist-y it's like, on our podcast and I'm going to say believe women. Yeah. Listen, I don't even care. You don't even have believe to say women. we're a little activist -y. We like human rights, yeah. period. Yeah. It's almost like the J.K. Rowling conundrum. I adore the world of Harry Potter. She is a trash person. Garbage. Yeah. The end. Yeah. Don't agree with us? Fine. I don't really care. Yeah. You... I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna <laughs> argue those things. No. Those are those are opinions you're not gonna sway me from. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. So that was a tangent, but it was fun. <laughs> like coming to America. So what? Uh, you know, I uh, it was. Did fun. you just? It call was fun. Oh, oh. So, I like, you were calling it a tangent. No, no. Got so back to coming to America because there are a couple more things I want to go over. I can't get over the scene where it's right. <laughs> they're announcing his bride and James Earl Jones and Eddie Murphy. He goes, I'm talking to my, I'm going to go talk to my son. The room will hold. And then uh, what is it? Semi comes out and be like, everyone's waiting. And he goes, I'm talking to my son. They can wait. It was just, I love James Earl Jones' he performance in this. He just the best voice, uh, the best face. He the nails best this role everything. so good. Um, I really like that. I like when they're then after, they're having the conversation. How Eddie Murphy's like, I want to go you know, to America and find my, and he's like, oh yes, to sow the royal oats. <laughs> and that phrase just Very creepy. Me. It was very slayed creepy. Slayed me. Yeah. Oh, so good. So, so good. Um, I also, so I, so I'm not sure if we've ever like really talked about this, but I grew up in New York, like an yeah, hour or so did. outside of the city. And then I moved up to New Hampshire mm -hmm. a few, like 10 years ago, um, met Ian. Ian has lived in, for the majority of his life, Massachusetts and New Hampshire and has only been to New York once on a day trip, right? New York City. Yeah. 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 So when at the beginning of this movie, when they choose Queens, I had to explain to him why it was funny <laughs> because back in the 80s, 90s, Queens was not really a very well-known place in terms of like you want to go there. Yeah. Um, they, they literally point Queens on the map and like – Am I supposed to laugh at that? Well, it's Queens because he's got to find a queen. Well, yeah, exactly. And then also it's like not a very nice part of New York back in the day. And so then I also had to explain to him there was a scene where they go down to the subway and the subways are just covered with graffiti and just looking horrible. And I, I think had, my response was like, that's cool. I had to explain to him <laughs> that's actually what it used to look like yeah. back in the day before a lot of it got cleaned up and they there was lots of sweeping reforms that were pretty there were some changes yeah they were pretty um controversial we're not gonna get into that point is that's what it used to look like mm -hmm. so it was funny for me as a person who grew up like going down to the city in the 
early 90s and who saw sort of the tail yeah. end of this stuff like that's normal i had to explain the joke to ian because he just i knew new york city aware. from friends in the 90s right. that was about it right so i mean if you had seen the warriors back in the day maybe you would i mean i've seen the warriors but no yeah, i that, don't think that was kind of that. yeah <laughs> what the vibe was up until escape from new york is my best reference right. point i mean sure so that it was just funny kind of looking back on that um oh so okay i did have one thing i wanted to ask you so if you had found out after we had been dating for like three or four months that i was withholding from you the information that i was a sequent secret prince billionaire would that have upset you no Okay, thank you. That was my response. So be- when Lisa gets upset by that. Right. We would have had a serious conversation about being honest. Um, and I would have understood. My motives. If, the I, motive, if I had Eddie Murphy's motives right, here. Because he was very sincere and adorable when yeah. he was explaining it. Um, and he had a, a yeah. was true of heart in this whole thing. He was doing it because he had already had everything handed to him life that he could ever want except for someone who loved him for himself. And so he had to give up everything to, tr- in his mind, temporarily, he didn't really, he temporarily gave right. up everything. Let's be real. The guy did not just leave the family. <laughs> uh, he didn't go all Prince Harry and, and, and step out of the royalty, all right? You know, to, he needed to do this to find someone who loved him. So I, I, I was really, I guess maybe the way her dad delivered the news <laughs> made it seem a little her different. dad lacked... <laughs> That piece of his frontal lobe where tact is located. Oh, God, I loved his character. Which made it even funnier. He's rich. He's got money. No, really. He's on money. (laughs) (laughs) So good. So wonderful. Yeah, I I just kept cracking up because when I was younger, I used to watch ER all the time. And so Eric LaSalle, who played Daryl, he was in this movie. But in ER, he plays it completely different character and so it always cracks me up when i see it because it's just like a totally different personality so i'm about to nerd out here in a way that you're going to appreciate um early on the film when they're sparring it reminded me about paul and dune sparring in the opening (laughs) yeah now that you say that it kind of reminded me of that yeah i could see that i cannot wait for dune oh my god oh and I'm Mortal Kombat so now. Excited. I'm excited for a couple of these releases coming yes, out. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm incredibly excited for Dune because it looks like they might be doing it right. Uh, maybe. Knock on all the wood in this house. Yeah. There's a lot of yeah. wood in this house. But. <laughs> um, oh, hey. I, I think we talked about it in like our first or second episode. I mentioned, we mentioned You're it. You're a fanatic. I love Dune. Yes. And I really hope they don't fuck it up. I do too, because I don't want you to be sad. Or angry is really what you should be afraid of. <laughs> Fair. Because Timothy Chalamet is like a fine actor. He's pretty good. I don't dislike him. I'm just worried he's going to be too chill. <laughs> you we'll know f- what I mean? <laughs> we'll find out. It's, just do, give me some good sandworms. And, That's all and I ask. Here's, here's the thing. My favorite character. My favorite character is Duncan Idaho. Mm-hmm. And they cast Jason Momoa, who I love. That's glorious. You know, I yeah. love him. I mean, who? if you don't love Jason Momoa, then he dumped you at some point. Then you suck. The end. Yeah. Um, I am a little concerned 
about him being able to hold that role. Uh, especially if you know the way the books go, he's the main character in pretty much the rest of the books we'll see. after the first two I or believe. three. I choose to believe and I'd rather be let down. Yeah. So hopefully he, I think he can do it. I haven't seen a lot with him. I haven't watched a lot yeah, of the I stuff Yeah, I still have does, to see but... Aquaman. I mean, that's supposed to be really good. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. We've just been tangential monsters for the last half of this. So I'm just And that's gonna... what these Sam Pick episodes right. are going to be like. They're just going to be us talking about the shit it's we like. It's really more of our character that's, right. you know, not just movie synopsis style. Um. So, Ian, do you like this movie? I don't have enough stars to give this movie. I adore this movie. This was wonderful. I can't. So you've brought me a couple. You've brought me things like Rambo. You've brought me Coming to America. What else did you bring me? You had me watch Rocky one through four. Rocky one through four. I haven't not liked a film you've brought me in this series yet. So I'm excited. Um, I think we'll try to do one of these every month or two. I've brought you many films yeah. that are much better than than the Rocky and Rambo movies. Not that they're not good movies. Yeah, but, but have I actually watched them? I yeah, that's what I meant. But by what that. have you brought me? I, this is a tangent. I'm curious. I'm trying to remember. Have you? Have I made you watch There Will Be Blood yet? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, I didn't say that in oh, the yeah. microphone. I've I made you watch There Will Be Blood. Oh yeah, that was outstanding. You've yet to watch Cool Hand Luke. You haven't. You would know it. I feel and like I would know we it. caught a scene of that and you were like, don't watch this. We need to see the whole movie. Well, because I was probably watching it, was, it because no, I it was watched the scene it randomly. Where he was eating the eggs. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, because I was watching it and yeah, you yeah. came in and I said, get out. And you're like, I need to watch this from the beginning. It's really interesting. And you're like, get out. We'll come back. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So I think that's enough tangents for us. Yeah. Obviously, I, I love this movie. I absolutely. I'm glad, I'm glad you like yeah. this movie. I'm glad we watched something that I didn't hate and that I didn't get frustrated about. So now my palate is cleansed. So bring on the crap. (laughs) It's going to get bad in a good way tonight. Yeah. Thank you for bringing me this film, Sam. I'm glad we watched it. We had a good time. It was great. And you're so welcome to everyone else who got to listen (laughs) to this ramble. To us ramble on about all the shit that we like and don't like. And um We'll do it again. And if and if yeah. you haven't seen it, you should go watch it because yeah. it's really it's good. It's free on Prime right now if you have Prime. It's very go funny. watch it. Because Prime's where the second one's coming out too. So yes. go see this as soon as you can because mm-hmm. it's worth every minute of your time. And then listen to us on wherever you get your podcasts and rate us on Apple, please. Yes, please. We could use ratings on Apple. That would be great. You can go to our website, do I like this podcast.com, see all of our back episodes, links to all of our episodes and places to see them. Uh, Facebook group, do I like this podcast? Instagram, do I like this? Ian's Instagram is the.ian.james. Our email is do I like this podcast at gmail.com. And we're, we have a Twitter. Did you we, figure it out? Um, do, uh, do I like this? The phone is up with the baby again. Doesn't count. This isn't an official <laughs> episode. We said we'd have it on our next official episode. It's the same pick. I'm pretty sure it's do I like this? And I've started kind of posting a couple yeah, we're, little we're things, a little bit. mostly yeah. from Instagram. Same. Uh. <laughs> we're working on it. We're getting, getting there. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening so much. Uh, in the great words of this movie, please go out there and let your soul glow. Catch you on the flippity flip. Soul glow.